0: To the pickup WNBA podcast. I'm your host, Katherine Niker.
1: And I'm your other host, Freddie Rivas.
0: And this is episode 18. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, We have a new season upon us. It starts May 6th. Uh, We're recording this on the weekend on May 1st. Happy May. Isn't it so nice to be in May and dreaming about nicer weather and all those good things?
1: It is. It really feels like, you know, spring is upon us and um that sounds so lame and cliche but i know i'm
0: being lame and cliche talking about the weather off the top here well
1: hey if you're if you're we're, we're in toronto and if you if you've been in toronto this is was an unseasonably cold april and yes i don't know i guess a couple nice ish days but i mean april's always a bit like gloomy and like annoying because it's like fake nice
0: yeah, it's this very, April it's, high, it's, April is always a little volatile. It is. Yeah. Um Even uh, a Toronto Raptors, a uh, precious to Chua in his exit interview. Yeah. Complained. He's like, I don't know what, what, I can't even remember what the question was. Like, what was your takeaway from being in Toronto? Or how do you feel about Toronto? And he was like, guys, it snowed three days ago. <laughs> like, what's yeah. wrong with you?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's definitely... It definitely zaps optimism when, you know, it's like just cold and rainy, but whatever. April showers, May flowers. That's the thing, right?
0: Yeah. You know what? I'm starting, this is not a Raptors pod, but I am starting to think that Precious Situa might be the hottest Raptor, might be over Gary Trent Jr. Controverse.
1: Wow. Um, let me just tell you that uh, I support that take. <laughs> and I think he is quite cool and hot as well
0: yeah great love it okay so let's get into this new WNBA yeah. season uh last year when we started the show Freddie I'm just realizing we got to do like a proper one year anniversary thing uh mm-hmm. maybe not next episode but the one after okay so we'll, we'll think of something really good for that but yeah. when we started this because we're based in Toronto and we don't have like a quote unquote home team, we decided to pick home teams. Last season, uh, Freddie picked the Chicago sky. I picked the Phoenix Mercury had no idea they would face off in the finals. Uh, it was absolutely brilliant. I had so much fun rooting for the Phoenix Mercury. They kind of evolved into this villain. Uh, As the playoffs went on, they were definitely the playoff villains, but I really loved rooting for them. Uh, And so, yeah, this year, do we do we have new teams? Do are we sticking with our with our same homer team? Freddie, who you got this year?
1: Okay, I'm like, I'm struggling because I feel like I want to pick a team that I that I'm I'm confident is going to make a deep run. Right. And. I latched on to Candace Parker and obviously uh, Quigley and and Vandersloot. And I didn't even really know Kalea Copper at the time. Um, But I just sort of, I just sort of was like, okay, this seems like a good pick. And then it was so rewarding. So I'm just going to back off a little bit on that Mm self-pressure. And I'm debating between two teams. Uh, Okay. I just made the decision in my head.
0: Oh, thought, okay. <laughs> the
1: runner up. <laughs> yeah. What of internal debate, you know? Um, I, the runner up is the New York Liberty. Uh, I, I, I feel like there's, they're going to be good and they're on the come up, but I don't want to pick a front runner or a, a team that I think is, you know, just going to be successful. So I'm going to go with a player I like uh, it's her last season. In the WNBA, I believe, uh, you know, she's not doing the the Sue Bird thing, but uh, she is an absolute legend and someone I enjoy. I always like, you know, big players and and kind of like how they impact the game. So uh, I'm going with the Minnesota Lynx because uh, I, I enjoy watching Sylvia Fowles and, and I think they're going to be good, too. So I feel like I might be rooting for a team, I guess, similar to Chicago, that struggles a little bit and is in that bottom part of the playoffs, but you know, the, the links were pretty good last year. They're a playoff team. I think they will be a playoff team again. So yeah, I'm going with the Minnesota links. That's who I'm rooting for this year. That's my Homer team.
0: I love this. I love this. This is such a great pick. And I Thank agree you. with you. I think they are uh, deeply underrated and I think they are going to have a good year. Yeah. I think that's a great pick. Um, I don't know if they're going gonna... <sighs> to, At this moment, I don't know if I'm picking them to be in the finals, but I do. Yeah, I do think they're a good pick. So, and I think they'll have a deep playoff run. I like, I like, I like this for you.
1: And also the new playoff format. Maybe that's, maybe that's like, makes it a bit more juicy. And yes, I appreciate the support. Okay. Who's your, who's your team?
0: Freddie, for better or for worse. I'm a very loyal person. Mm -hmm. Very loyal. So I'm sticking with the mercury.
1: I can't, I can't
0: let the mercury go. I can't, I, I'm, I'm in this orange and purple swirl for the long haul,
1: <laughs> orange and purple <laughs> swirl. I love it.
0: I say for the long haul, but literally like maybe next year, watch me change my mind. No, but I, I think, um, you know, obviously this team's going to have a bit of a cloud hanging over them mm-hmm. because of the whole Brittany Griner thing. Um, but they're still a really deep team and Definitely you know, the way they play is going to change pretty drastically without Brittany at the five, I think, I think they're going to mm-hmm. have to run very different schemes and things like that, but obviously they've had time to prepare for that. Um, so I'm really interested to see them. Um, I know Diana Taurasi has become kind of this like goat villain of the league, mm-hmm. but I, really enjoy her like I, I know not everybody loves her but i really enjoy her and, and goat
1: villains are awesome come on yeah
0: and, and i just think like you know with players like you know sylvia fouls super diana trossi like diana trossi hasn't said it's her last season in the league but you get to an age and it's like it could be yeah you don't know and so it, it, i really want to see these players at this stage of their careers, I feel like they are must watch TV. I feel like we're lucky to see them perform at such a high level at this age. I find it inspiring and yeah, I'm sticking with the Mercury. I don't know. I don't know what my predictions are for them in terms of like playoff rankings. I'm not, I'm not picking them to win a championship. I do think they'll make a decent run in the playoffs this year. Um, but yeah, I, I, but they're my homer team. They have my heart.
1: I love that you're sticking with the team because they, you know, they didn't win it all. Plus, I mean, you know, Kia nurse, like is, is I, I just Googled, out. like, is she missing the entire year?
0: Pretty much. Cause she, oh, she tore her ACL in October. Right. I mean, it really sucks for Kia nurse because really, when you think about it, she's going to be rehabbing for like a year and a half. Like it's like the NBA equivalent of this is Jamal Murray, right? Like the timing of his injury meant that like he missed the whole, whole year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's, that sucks. Yeah, that's Kia situation. And because of everything, you know, international basketball wise, being a bit of a, a shit show right now, I don't know if she'll be able to get any like game reps in, in another league. Um, during the off season or next season starts yeah i don't know maybe not i don't know like yeah i don't know what the situation is i mean obviously we know what's happening in russia but i don't know how basketball has changed internationally like in a country like china or australia mm -hmm. um like there's other places to play internationally and i don't i'm not familiar enough to know what those opportunities are like but yeah
1: but yeah, the acquisition of, you know, Tina Charles and, you know, I mean, Skylar Diggins Smiths is amazing. Yeah. And le- let me ask you this. You know how there was a Kalea Copper, Sophie Cunningham, like, yes. t-shirt thing? Yeah. Are you going to, like, like, you know what I mean? Are you going to, like, support, like, Sophie Cunningham? Like, are you sort of, like, farmer strength? Like, that's my thing? Like.
0: I guess I have to by default, you know what I mean? <laughs> like I don't identify as a farmer. Yeah, <laughs> I fair. I don't self identify <laughs> as a farmer or someone hey, with farmers, checking, you know? Strength. Um uh, but I appreciate that she's got a little like Carrie Underwood baseball bat in her, you know? What I mean? <laughs>
1: Carrie underwood baseball that's bat. as
0: much as much as i can possibly identify with a blonde girl from the south like hey
1: that. you know what this is good i was i was i don't know if i'm trying to what direction i'm trying to push you in but i'm just i'm looking for more answers It was a really
0: it was a very yeah. iconic moment and obviously my team was on the losing end of it mm-hmm. so that sucks but i mean if i were a sky fan i'd be all over that image and that t-shirt and and everything like it was yeah, it was really awesome sure
1: um well, also i, I, I did this
0: really this is like so random i did it i was just bored at home i think i was watching an nba playoff game and it was a blowout and mm-hmm. then i did this deep dive on cameo like and then i i searched wnba players on cameo sophie cunningham is one
1: of them oh is she like the top cameo person
0: uh, there's not enough WNBA players on cameo, but I think you can like switch on and switch off depending on your availability. Cause you have to guarantee that you can give someone a video within a certain amount of time. So I think like celebrities are kind of in and out of it and you have to like catch okay. them on a day that they're there. But, um, Sophie Cunningham was there. Uh, Asia Wilson was there. Uh, Kalia Copper was also there and uh Cynthia Cooper was there they were the most like notable people I think that were there there is a handful of others but not not a lot I am like this is kind of a missed opportunity uh for the WNBA I feel like they should be bigger on cameo
1: yeah well and I feel like there's just like huge I don't want to say ground not enough
0: NBA players on cameo either
1: I was, no, no. I was
0: disappointed at the the lack of NBA players like Cameo.
1: Well, I'll, I'll say this. I feel like they're definitely Cameo. I always thought I don't want to say washed, but I always thought it was sort of for celebrities that like were didn't have that much going on. And I feel like athletes are extremely busy and doing well financially, so Cameo for them. I'm kind of like, do they need the extra money? Yeah, I do guess nba players
0: don't need cameo, but I think WNBA players could use cameo
1: mm-hmm.
0: and should utilize cameo more. That's my yeah. pop- that's my big hot take. That's a hot take. <laughs> <Sweet> <laughs> that's your farmer strength take. That's my farmer strength take. Uh 65 bucks for a Sophie Cunningham cameo, which I think is actually very reasonable.
1: And you get a discount if you help her on the farm. It's 40 bucks. Look, if If, I was
0: ever to learn anything about farming, I would want her to be the one to teach me. I'll say that.
1: Oh, yeah. Please. That would be
0: fun. If I. Please,
1: Sophie, if you're listening, fly us down to whatever farm. Yeah. Wherever wherever farm you're at. And we will. Um, we'll be curious about the farm. I don't know how much we'll be able to help, but it seems you know.
0: like backbreaking work to be honest, Yeah, I'm it not seems into pretty it. brutal, but anyway, uh, okay. Let's th- So those are our homework picks. You've got the links. I've got the mercury. Uh, I love this so much. Okay. Um, Freddie, as a part of our season preview, which team do you think will have a breakout year this year? And who do you think will take a step back?
1: Okay. So breakouts. Um, I, okay. I I guess like breakout is weird because I feel like, you know, what exactly defines it? Is it a team that was bad last year? Or is it like a middling team that's going to be amazing either way? Um,
0: I mean, you're looking for a leap. Who's going to improve. Who's going to improve.
1: I feel like this is like not, not a super, you know, sophisticated like outsider take, but I'm going with the sparks. Uh, I feel like it, you know, getting getting Liz is just such a talent upgrade, even if, you know, it's like, like, like I'm looking at the record there. They were 12 and 20 last year. So I just can't see that happening with Liz, you know, provided she's healthy. And I also feel like there's a lot of pressure on Derek Fisher and just being in L.A. in general. Yeah, so I am I was going to go with the Liberty, but I feel like the Liberty are, they're, they're going to take a leap, but I just don't think they'll take quite the leap that the Sparks do. So, yeah, Sparks are my leap team and drop team. Uh, I think I'm going to go with the Sun. Uh, I think the Connecticut Sun
0: hmm.
1: had such, I think that it's going to be that classic thing where the, where they're, they, they're a little less invested in like crushing the regular season and being good. Like, I think they will be better in the playoffs than they were and a little bit worse in the regular season. I also think John Jones like kind of surprised the entire league a little bit. And now it's going to be like every game plan is going to be like, you have to be all over her. Mm. She has to see a bunch of different bodies. Like she can't just dominate in the same way she is that good. So maybe she's like, yeah, great. Bring on your, your game plans and, and your defensive specialists. I'm going to crush everybody. Um, she definitely has the ability to do that, but yeah, again, looking at their record 26 and six, uh, I don't see it. Another candidate for sure is the aces, um, 24 and eight. I feel like they're like losing Liz is massive. Right. But then they got Becky. So yeah, it's kind of hard to calibrate, but yeah, I'm going with the sun.
0: Um, Okay, these are great picks. I'm with you on the Sparks. They're going to take the biggest leap forward. Um, also, you know, with the Gumake sisters being healthy this year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, personally, I- I'm not afraid to pick them to win it all. The I know Sparks? that's, yeah, I know. That's oh a tra- I know that's a trap to pick an LA team to win it all. I feel like for the last decade, picking LA to win it all has been, except for that one bubble year, it's been a trap. Mm-hmm. So I'm very aware that I might be in a trap, but I, I, I don't know. I see it. I see the path for them to win it all. I just do. Um, as far as disappointments go, Freddie, for me, it's the liberty and I don't see okay. what you see. I, but I'm kind of like, tell me, cause I'm just like, I was confused by their off season. I know you love Stephanie Dolson. Um, And for you, that's a big pickup. It is. I I can appreciate, but I, you know, usually when a team has a star like Sabrina Inescu, there's a rush to build around that star. And I'm not getting that impression from the Liberty that they're in Mm. the rush that they need to be to build around her. So I don't I don't really understand what's going on. They might not take too many steps back, but they're not taking the leap forward that I feel they need to at this at this stage of her career. But maybe um I you know, I could be wrong. I you know, but as of right now that's that's how I feel.
1: <coughs> Pardon me. Um I'm <laughs> that cough was <coughs> was cuz I was shocked, okay? Um, no, uh, I think that's a good point. Like, I feel like there's also a fan rush sometimes when there's a a player that's good at a young age, it's sort of like, I, you know, I, I, this happens in sports all the time. Like we want to crown someone and we want their trajectory to be like a hundred percent linear. And it's like, they go up, 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 but I feel Mm -hmm. like the highest level of sports there's just so many variables and you need a lot to go, right. You need a lot of players to have a career years and also game tape. Right. So like, is Sabrina going to continue to surprise everyone? Like, you know, she's going to see a lot of, you, you know, defensive specialists as well and game plans. So I like that. Like, I I think they could, I think they're, they're going to be better, but you know, I picked the sparks uh, as a team, you know, that's, that's going to just like, really just take a giant leap. So yeah, I mean, you know, I'll I'm gonna take that in and I'm gonna like just like let that stew as like uh, I'm gonna let that Brianna stewy um (laughs) in a big pot and I'm gonna like you know inhale the inhale the the whatever this analogy fell apart. uh,
0: Brianna stew (laughs) yeah so many different
1: directions (laughs) that yeah that that analogy fully fell apart but no I do I do think that um that the there's there's, there's pressure on the Liberty to take like a a massive leap and they might take like a mini leap.
0: Yeah. Look, I mean, to, just to me, and maybe this is just too much of an outsider take. And I appreciate what you're saying about how it's like a fan tendency to want a team to keep growing and growing and growing. But to me, I'm thinking like they're New York, they're in a big market. They have the billionaire owners. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I know Liz Cambage, you know, she came out and said, she's always wanted to be in LA and blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, why aren't you in the Liz Cambage conversation? Why aren't you in these other big free agent conversations? Like you're New York, you're a marquee city, Mm -hmm. a marquee franchise, one of the few franchises that have existed from the beginning of the WNBA. Mm -hmm. Like you have stability, you're in a great city, you've got these rich owners, Like, why aren't we making it happen? So it's just like, I, that's why to me, it's just like, I don't get it. I don't get why the Liberty aren't a bigger players in all of this, basically.
1: Yeah, that's, that's fair. I mean, like, I, I, and I think that's why I I couldn't pick the Liberty as my team either. You know, New York, I don't know. I can't really, like, I, like LA is always the place that I'm like, I want them to not do as well. And New York's often the place where I'm like, I don't have to like root against you because you will self-destruct. Like there's right. this, there's, or I mean, uh, New York, sorry. Yeah, the, there's this thing about New York that's sort of like, it just kind of eats itself. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, yeah I, I definitely think that's a, I don't think, the, I think the Liberty are better than that. Like, I don't think they're going to eat. It's going to be like this scenario where things fall apart, but yeah. I also don't feel like they're, they're necessarily on like a 100% like upwards trajectory. Like there's going to be bumps.
0: Um, yeah. I mean, you're allowed to disagree with me though, we'll, but we'll see. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, Freddie, who do you think is going to win it all? It's not hmm. a question on our thing, but I got to ask, who do you think is going to win it all?
1: I think Seattle Has a really good shot. I think uh, they weren't healthy, uh, as healthy as they could be. And they're just a very well-constructed team.
0: Yeah, Brianna Stewart was not healthy for the playoffs last year Mm when they lost that playing game.
1: I also feel like, uh, you know, the Mercury are pretty stacked. And, um, you know... I, I, I don't know. I, I think Becky's going to hit the ground running. Um, oh, wait, I'm sorry. Becky's the aces. Yes. Right? yes. Uh, pardon me. Um, <laughs> pardon me. Uh, no, but yeah, I, 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 I do think that uh, they're, you know, they made the finals, but that was sort of deceiving because they had like a great playoff run, but they weren't healthy throughout the year. And, Wait, I mean, sorry,
0: Frey. I'm getting lost here. Who made the finals? Who are you referring
1: to? Uh, the, sorry, the Mercury made the finals.
0: Uh
1: huh. Um, and uh, Chicago made the finals. Yes. But I, I think win it all is going to be the Sun. Oh, uh, you know, I can't pick too many teams. I was going to say the Sun, the Storm, uh, and and the Mercury. So I can't do that. Let me just settle. You also on, said
0: earlier that the Sun were going to take a step back
1: in the regular season. Oh yeah. You know what? So let, let me just. I'm going to make a. <laughs> I'm going to make a more dramatic, <laughs> hardline opinion here. The Sun are going to have a rougher regular season where people are doubting them and they're going to win it all. Connecticut really? Sun champions. I accidentally knocked my table, but it seemed like authoritative. So,
0: okay. I mean, I don't agree, but I, but happy for you.
1: <laughs> You're like happy for you and your bizarre, uh, unlinear takes.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, I would love to see the Seattle storm healthy and in the playoffs and them winning it all is a really beautiful story. It's Sue Bird going out on top, Mm -hmm. um, you know, puts her in a new kind of potential goat category. I mean, she's already in that conversation. Don't get me wrong, but you know what I mean? Like it Mm -hmm. might elevate her status. If she has one more championship at the age of 40 or 41, like it's pretty remarkable. Um, and it would be, it would be a great story. Um, and they are a really good team and they're really deep. So, I mean, that would be really exciting to see. Um, I agree with the whole LA thing. Like it's kind of boring for <laughs> it's boring. What an LA team is good. Um, but I think they're going to be right there. Uh, I don't, the aces are weird for me. Cause it's like, they're still going to be a really good team for yeah. me. It's like almost like the opposite of, of what you're saying with Connecticut. Sun, I think they're going to have a really good regular season, but I don't know if they're going to have a great playoffs or not. So same as
1: last year, you think that the sun's just going to basically be like, they're, they're they're going to become one of these, one of these teams that are like, they understand the like marathon of the regular season, but can't like live up to the pressure.
0: Maybe like, I just,
1: I mean, that's what they did last year. So fair enough.
0: I guess what I'm thinking is if they face the sparks in the playoffs, is like literally who's guarding Liz. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of, that's what I'm thinking, right? Like who's guarding Liz?
1: I mean, I don't know who's guarding Liz like anywhere to be honest, like unless it's Griner. Like I I, I do.
0: And Liz has said that Griner is her her biggest and greatest foe. Oh, but in a loving way, obviously. But yeah, like literally nobody else can truly guard her.
1: Liz does need to have like, a, I mean, like this could be, especially if the, if the roster rounder is not amazing, this could be like, okay, finally, this is the Liz MVP year. Yeah.
0: Like, I think she's, she seems primed to have that MVP kind of year. I think she's really motivated. I think she really wants it. I think she's also motivated by fame, but that still works, mm-hmm. you know? Sure. And, and uh she's in la and i think you know she's also i think she's like 31 now so it's like this is her time like it's like it's really kind of like a if it doesn't happen now is it gonna happen kind of year for her so yeah i just i don't know like i said i just see it i just see it being a big year for her um but okay those are our picks uh let's move on uh the espn ranked the top 25 players heading into this season. Um, it's a, it's an interesting ranking. Uh, yeah. I, to me, I think it makes sense as a collective, like if you're not ranking them in order and you're just simply saying the top mm-hmm. 25, but if this is in order, it is deeply confusing to me.
1: Okay. I feel like your opinions are I I, the, I have a couple confusing like placements uh, like yes. as well, but I feel like you have some like stronger takes on this. So like when you're scrolling through this list, um, who jumps out to you as like, why are they there? Why are they ranked this way? Like, I don't get it good, good or bad, like
0: yeah so i mean like this is gonna sound weird because like obviously i'm a huge phoenix mercury fan uh skylar diggin smith number five top five player in the entire league i'm sorry not true absolutely a top 25 absolutely should be Mm -hmm. on this list but i don't think she is a top five player in the league do you
1: Um, top five. I, I don't think so. Like, I feel like, yes, sort of off the top of my head. Like, I think, you know, just, this is eye test, right. And we're, we're newish fans. Um, but you know, I I, I guess she's not on the list because of the, the, what's going on in in Russia. But I mean, I think, yeah, Griner, Stewie, uh, Jones, uh, Wilson for sure. Uh, fouls I'm not sure they have fouls ranked really high at, well, I, at fourth I mean... but you know yeah exactly even even Candace Parker went healthy uh you know uh, I, I think I think uh uh, Arika, uh or Ericrica Gumbawale is like she's ranked 10th but I could she was just like nasty last year and I see her like uh, I don't know m- maybe tenth is fair but i I see her being like potentially a top three player this year like she was just but straight up unguardable and maybe it's a scenario where she doesn't have enough help, but she like, like every game she kept, she kept Dallas in the game. Like I, I, we were talking before the podcast, like we're just like, there's a couple of teams. We just don't know what to think about, but I ended up watching a bunch of Dallas games and the reason it was, it was always tight because she just hit like insane shots and like was, un- she was unafraid of anybody and no one knew what to do with her. So I don't know. I could see her being like a surprise MVP even.
0: Um, I agree with you. Actually, I think that's a great choice. Um, Kalia Copper is ranked 22
1: I thought that on was low this too. list.
0: And she is a finals MVP. Yeah. That is disrespectful.
1: Ooh, and I like it, it disrespect. is it's
0: disrespectful. And I mean, if we're being real here, like Kalia Copper won that series. And it, they won four to one Phoenix, the Phoenix Mercury only got one game off the sky.
1: Yeah. It ended up being one game. Tight, that eh? was it.
0: And, and in the entire playoff run, they are still looking to Diana Tarassi to take over. So to me, if you're looking at Diana Tarassi, yes, she's your leader, but if you're looking at her to take over, How is she 23rd and Skylar Diggins Smith is fifth Mm
1: -hmm. when
0: she is. Well, when Brittany was there, the third most important player on the team.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I feel like, I don't know. I feel like Skylar is like just very well-rounded, but. Again, Skylar's
0: great. Skylar's a great amazing, player. Nobody's but, saying she isn't a great player. No one's saying she doesn't deserve to be on this list. I just don't think she's the fifth best player in the WNBA. And I don't think that's even controversial.
1: Me either. And honestly, the like, you know, the addition of Tina Charles, who like led the, the, the league in points, like I, I think Phoenix Liz Cambage
0: is Cam like a, 11th. She's not even in the top 10 on this list.
1: That that is got to be if we're talking disrespect, that's got to be up there. Also this no disrespect to her, but I I'm never like, I'm never the person that just assumes someone's going to like fully be healthy again. So I'm wondering about Deladon. like she's ranked yeah. 12th. And I mean, the like is, is the back issue like fully in the past? Uh, m- maybe it is, but it seems like, I don't know. It seems like that's a bit high. Uh, I, I, I going, going
0: into this season. Yeah. I think it's right? a like, good guy, but like there's for a lot me, of
1: mystics on here, by the way, like so. if I
0: were, if I were drafting a team, like if I were like, if I had the whole WNBA to look at and I'm drafting a team and I'm picking a guard is Skylar Diggins Smith, even, cause she's even like listed as the top guard on this entire thing. Mm-hmm. She is not the first guard that I pick personally. I think I would pick Vandersloot.
1: As I mean, my guard, if I could pick if I could clutch. pick
0: if I could pick any guard, I'm picking Vandersloot this year right now on my team because I I mean she averages more assists per game and I just like the way she leads an offense. Where I think Skylar Diggins-Smith is more of like a like a scoring guard. And it's like, that's nothing against that. But it's like, again, it's like, you're not even like, I mean, maybe this year is going to be different without, without Griner there. Skylar's probably going to have a bigger Mm -hmm. role on the team. So maybe she'll like her stats will leap out a bit more, but we have yet to, we have yet to see it. I just at fifth is just too high. That's all I'm saying. Fifth is too high.
1: I'm with you. Um, Yeah. I'm also just curious in general for both of us, like, this is this is our second year covering this league so what does the volatility look like you know someone i've been curious about this this whole time uh you know she didn't play last year this is emma Is she was an mvp so that's someone you know she, she's coming she's playing for the sky so yeah. like you know she did have her 24 on the list but yeah, how good is she going to be? Like, I I just don't know. Like, I'm not saying that's like low or high. I'm just, she's a player I'm really curious about. Um, I was looking, who else was I really curious about? Uh, there was someone who, oh yeah, Chelsea Gray. I feel like I just didn't, you know, she wasn't on my radar that much. And she's ranked 17th. So, I mean, I feel like I want to watch her play a bit more.
0: Chelsea Gray is pretty awesome. Like in, in any of the aces games that I caught, I felt like, She was really significant.
1: Yeah. And and the aces were stacked too. So, so I think, you know, I think one thing you sort of brought up is, yeah, without Griner is, is uh, a Smith just, you know, is this ESPN article assuming like a bigger role and then, you know, similar, similarly for gray Liz, isn't there. So obviously, you know, Asia Wilson's the best player in the team but is she number yeah, they're two? Probably,
0: like, we'll have to see how they adjust. Like, do they become more perimeter oriented and mm-hmm. stuff like that? So yeah, maybe the, maybe it is assuming bigger roles for them. Uh, They have a uh, Brianna Stewart listed as number one. Um, I'm f- like, I'm kind of fine with that. Like it doesn't, it doesn't, I think it's, there's a debate to be had, but I'm not like fuming about it by any stretch. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like Like her, John Paul Jones and Asia Wilson listed as the top three, I think is relatively fair.
1: Yeah. I I was going to say like, if I think just, again, this is a little bit eye test, but if I had to pick like the best player, um, I'm sort of leaning to Wilson just because she did get that MVP when, when Liz wasn't healthy. So now with Liz fully gone, it's kind of like she can potentially yeah. resume like, that right if
0: you're like if you're creating a team you're cr- like you know what i mean not for fantasy reasons because i think people try to like you know pick more stats oriented but it's just like mm-hmm. you're if you could pick anybody in the league to form a team around it, like asia wilson's probably a lot of people's first choice
1: yeah like the versatility you know, she, she's basically yeah. she's one of those players that's like good at every facet of basketball yeah um and, you know, explosive and just can, is difficult to game plan for. So um, I think, I think we're in agreement there, but I think that a point you said very early is, I, you know, I always feel like this with the like end of the year movie lists and end of the year music lists. They're just sort of for this express purpose, right. To get us talking about it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like what happens is we all fixate on like this specific order, but it's more so about the collection of players.
0: Mm -hmm. No, I agree. Uh, And yeah, as a collection of players, I'm fine with it. Um, You are asking, are are there any surprises or players you want to see more of? There's a major snub on this list and that's Sabrina Ionescu.
1: I was gonna say Quigley, but but yeah, uh, but I think Sabrina—that that that to me is a bit like you know yeah we were like bashing the Liberty a little bit, but I think she is as an individual,
0: she's absolutely a top twenty-five player in the league, maybe even a top ten. It Mm -hmm. is completely dumbfounding. Like I don't know how she's not on the list at all. Like it's actually pretty egregious to me that she's not on the list is there uh, Ali quigley is also somebody i thought of but to me sabrina is like the clear like where the hell is she
1: actually i wonder if this is like a like a who, who's the writer here i wonder if this is like an la article because i i think there's a chance I'm just gonna scroll oh no quickly. if it's an
0: la article i don't think
1: i don't Liz think Beige
0: is 11th
1: fair but yeah i i don't think there's a a, a member of the Liberty on the list.
0: Yeah, there's no. Um, I'm just
1: scrolling through quick. Like I, I, I don't. I don't think, think it
0: has a byline to tell you who wrote the article. Fair. There's no, there's no byline.
1: I mean, yeah, it makes sense that there's no. Which, as uh, a
0: writer, I really hate.
1: I know. Give, give them the credit. There are a right? lot
0: of websites that don't give um, writers bylines, and I'm I'm really I really am against that.
1: Oh, I think it's uh it, the bylines are. F- per paragraph so like kevin pelton and F- uh philippo um Fulpo, sorry if i'm oh so it's it.
0: different people ranking the players yes yes so it was like collaborative i guess
1: and and vopel V O
0: don't know who these people are
1: fair Do enough <laughs> I, I know Do kevin you? pelton um
0: oh okay
1: and i've heard of uh Philippou as well
0: oh okay great well at least one of us have
1: least one of them you're like yeah buddy whatever um uh yeah alexa uh philippo I've, I've heard of her before
0: okay cool yeah so i don't understand why uh sabrina's missing um that's the big snub ally quickly i thought of too but i just think she's a bigger snub and i don't know you know i don't know who i'm taking off and if i'm taking off somebody it's only because i haven't seen them enough mm-hmm um, yeah, basically
1: also, I really like, I you know, I always appreciate the big players, but I'm curious about Natasha Howard. I feel like it seems like she might be at that point of her career where, um, yeah, the body's just not cooperating. Like Maybe. she seems pretty injured and banged up and I don't know, like, there's that sad point with a lot of athletes where it's sort of like, oh, I'm sorry, she's a Liberty member. She so, says so she's the uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I wonder just from a health perspective, like what what she'll be able to do.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. The Liberty are a big question mark for me mm-hmm. uh, this season. So you know, curious to see what they do. Um, okay, let's move on to just uh, a small Brittany Griner update um there was another um prisoner Mm -hmm. that was there was essentially an exchange for them to be free and so uh, other names trevor reed i don't know trevor reed's case um but they were able to bring him back to the u.s and so now people are speaking out like hey like britney needs to be um a top priority this is weird for me because it's like i don't know enough about other people to Mm -hmm. be to like prioritize people you know what i mean like i don't know how to like who am i to prioritize these people who have been unfairly imprisoned in russia if they've been unfairly imprisoned like i just don't know enough to be like well if this guy's free then britney should be free because it's like there's more than just britney there Mm -hmm. so i don't love that discourse to be honest like i think like why can't we as fans you know say like hey we need to bring britney back without like comparing it to another person's case yeah unless it's like she's being unfairly looked over but i don't think that's actually the situation like if somebody's being unfairly looked over like we're biased because she's a celebrity and we're fans of her like we don't know these people the other people that are there
1: totally um you know what well said and i feel like it's sort of we're in this place where it's like, I mean, this whole situation, especially as like, you know, us newly covering the league and, and just like anyone, you know, that's trying to figure out what's going on. It's, it's a lot of grasping at straws. And this seems like a continuation of that for me, where you're not sure, you know, exactly. Like we don't want to like, we were just ranking or you know talking about rankings of players like we don't want to do like rankings of like political prisoners right that's like obviously <laughs> out of bounds but also i think people they're looking for anything and th- that's what i got from this this right. article is sort of like there was a prisoner swap um which is something that can happen you know it happened with you know canada and china and you know with with russia and the us i and i think the reason that this is news at all is because it shows that there's some type of dialogue going on there are some political channels that i don't even want to say are functioning but it's 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 uh, yeah i don't even know if it's a glimmer of hope or, or or what but it does seem like it's notable in the sense that like there there is some, even if it's minuscule, there is some movement politically. There's some dialogue between these superpowers and and yeah, so I think if you are you know rooting for the release of Britney, which I mean you should be, uh, it's kind of it, yeah, it's notable. That's that's sort of like, yeah, it's it, this is sort of a, it, it's both like a non story. And kind of like, I mean, in regards to Brittany, like it's a massive story for for Trevor, obviously, and I'm happy for his release. But um, it's it's yeah, I think it's sort of is notable in and of itself because it kind of presents a situation where like, OK, there is a path, I guess, potentially. So, yeah, we're all grasping at straws. May 19th. Um, is it's a big date obviously and uh we're still you know 19 days 18 days away from that so that's kind of where we're at like not not a lot to be excited about it's a bad situation but we're we're looking for anything here and this is something yeah
0: i am you're like yes i agree in that you've given me some perspective as to why people are framing this in relation to her. But I um, I hate being so pessimistic, but I what I currently fear, and you mentioned that date, May 19th, that's her court date in mm-hmm. Russia. If she doesn't get released before that date, it's gonna be so much harder, I think. To get her out of there like we need to get her out of there before that date
1: i agree because it's like we can't really trust whatever's happening there it's sort of the situation yeah, they don't it's like, they
0: don't have a democratic process
1: exactly so it's, it's sort of like democratic. yeah we're not rooting for fairness right we're rooting for like an you know backdoor deal essentially like, i
0: don't know enough about um russian law or litigation obviously um that's not my area of expertise so it's like i don't even know how it works i don't know what their definition of a fair trial is if they even have a definition of a fair trial if trials are even fair at all mm-hmm. like what is a trial there i don't know so it's like you know actually uh, jason concepcion mm-hmm. uh actually interviewed a a us russian lawyer and uh, they straight up asked him, and they were talking about Brittany Griner, and it's actually it's a really great interview. You can find it on YouTube. Um, you know, like they asked this lawyer straight up, like, like, could this have been planted? Could these drugs have been planted on Brittany? And he was very much like, "Yes, there is a a likely possibility that this was planted on her." Oh. He didn't he didn't hesitate to even say that.
1: Yeah, like he did I mean- not
0: hesitate to to answer that with a yes like well, he didn't say yes absolutely for certain cuz he doesn't know but the fact that this is a likely possibility he did not he did not um stress to say that. So yeah, like this she needs to get out of there obviously we know that but man if she doesn't get out there before that date I it, it's I just I don't know. I I fear the worst for her.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah you know still bottom line scary situation hope it's resolved as fast as as fast as it can be you know it's already been like months so i mean at this point it's like i'm not even thinking about like britney griner and like you know the the mercury right like you were thinking about britney griner and the person and her family so yeah i mean yeah i'm gonna check that interview for sure
0: yeah. I think, um, you know, sure, okay, shout should, out network. Yeah. Uh, I love that guy. I've been following him for years. Um, but yeah, anyway, I don't know. I don't know what else to say.
1: No. Yeah. We're, we're, we're at a loss. I was, trying
0: to, I was trying to come up with a smooth transition and then I'm like, there just isn't one, you know?
1: There, yeah. There never is. It's such a, you know, we, 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 we started this pod to talk about basketball and you know, we're, we're open to the, the, the storylines that are adjacent and the political ones of, of course are interesting and fascinating and we want to be a part of but the, yeah I think we've both said when this first started that you know, were we're comedians and this is like entering a, a place of like serious journalism where it's it's yeah, and I just hard to navigate like I
0: think literally everyone who covers the WNBA even like full-time are like whoa I am entering a territory like like Jason Concepcion interviewing a U.S. Russian lawyer. You know what I mean? Like like that is not even his forte necessarily. And like totally what I like about the interview is that the questions very much come from like a fan. I don't know what the hell is going on kind of place.
1: That's where we're coming from.
0: But that's absolutely where we're coming from. So, yeah, you know, it is what it is obviously we're staying on top of this. Uh, we have an episode a few weeks ago when this all first happened, where we really break down the trial or not the trial, sorry, but really break down her case in, in great detail. So if, if you missed that, I really recommend going back and listening to it. Um, but yeah, that's all the updates we have on Brittany Griner right now. And of course, like we'll keep everyone updated. And if something massive goes down on on May 19th, like Freddie and I will we'll be here, and we'll we'll break it down, and we'll drop everything mm-hmm. and, and do an episode.
1: Yeah, hundred um, percent.
0: Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, our last topic before our Freddie's fun question is actually about our girl, Skylar Diggins Smith. I know I went on and on and on about her in that ranking. It's been a real up and down episode for us. For me, I'm like Phoenix Mercury is my team. Skylar Diggins Smith is not a top five player in the league. Uh, but me too. I'm
1: like, you know, who's going to win? I mentioned like every team in the league. (laughs) (laughs)
0: but also uh there's this big profile that was written about her in a uh in a i guess a blog called fan-sided and uh to me it's a very long article um a lot is being said here personally uh you know no disrespect this isn't the most well-written article it's a bit convoluted it goes in varying different uh directions but one thing that we thought was interesting that we really wanted to talk about. Um, And also like shout out Skylar Diggins Smith. I didn't mean to be so hard on her. I do think she's great. I absolutely love her. I am a fan. I just thought top five was a bit hard. Like we're Bill's huge Raptors fans. And if someone said like Pascal Siakam is a top five NBA player, I'd be like, no, respectfully
1: take it easy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So anyway, um, one thing they talked about is about branding in the WNBA and who is the face of the WNBA. And they take a look at the logo, the woman, you know, having this like kind of like layup sort of stance and who that logo is. Like everybody knows the NBA logo is, is Jerry West and and who is this WNBA logo And the WNBA said that it is not based on one individual, but there was a Twitter poll where people said it most resembles Diana Taurasi. Um, But I think this is interesting that they have not chosen a person for this logo to be based on. And I, I think, you know, we've had conversations about the WNBA and marketing and branding before to me this is a missed opportunity what what do you think
1: i think i'm gonna slightly disagree with you because i feel like when you put all your you know like eggs in one basket sort of thing with one player you kind of are setting yourself up for a precarious situation like let's say they're like okay You know what? It's uh, it's Lisa Leslie or it's Sue Bird or it's Becky Hammond or whatever. Like, what if that player, I don't know, goes on like a like a racist like tirade or like something? Like, I I just feel like it's it's a tough situation to be like this player defines this sport. I think what's hilarious about this, to me, anyways, you know, I think the the Jerry West is the logo thing is sort of a different thing because I feel like. They kind of mess with Jerry West there, but I think here they were going for someone ambiguous and then people are putting who they think, you know, should like they're, they're kind of projecting here and they're saying like, it's this person or it's that person. And the reality is, I think if you were able to pin down the artist, they'd be like, shit, I was just trying to do like, uh, I, I thought I'd draw like a bun on the woman because you know <laughs> what I mean? Like I think that would be the genuine answer. Actually my friend uh shout out Tim Moore. Um he's a a, a writer and uh um, and, and, and video person for for the globe. Uh he was able to uh
0: he was able for to the interview- globe.
1: For the Globe and Mail. Um, Yeah, no,
0: but it's just funny to hear, like, out of context, the globe, like, for for the the whole globe.
1: (laughs) Yeah. He's a Mars writer and writes about Earth. Um, (laughs) Oh, he, uh, yeah, this is a long time ago, but uh, the We the North campaign for the Raptors, uh, you know, he was sort of trying to get, like, oh man, like, how did you, like, think about, like, all these, like, you know, like, how how did you capture the zeitgeist? And the person was sort of like, I write like 80 slogans a year and this one caught on and i can't exactly explain why so i think that that's more so what happened here i feel like it was a bit more it was a bit more of a generic drawing than people think. No,
0: I, I, okay I, I i gotta i disagree yeah. i disagree so wait, who do you think it is because we the north took off
1: totally but this that, does yeah. has
0: this can you really say this quote-unquote took off like i guess like there's they sell those orange hoodies and stuff so like mm-hmm. maybe but i don't think this is like a successful branding it's not unsuccessful but i wouldn't call it a successful branding like i i think like uh what it reminds me of and this is like very niche like comedy stuff But in Canada, there's this comedy club called Yuck Yucks Mm -hmm. and they sign comedians and, you know, they travel across Canada. Maybe they do some like cruise ships or something. But uh, I haven't been a Yucks comedian, but like they they sign people, but it's like it's their brand like there's no proper star system in Canada Mm -hmm. it's just you are a yuck yucks comedian people go to the club because they know the club not because they know the comedians and I think that hurts the comedians and I think it's the same with the WNBA Mm -hmm. like so much of their branding is just like we're a league and support women and blah 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 and it's like the nba's marketing and branding is so successful because it's around players like Mm -hmm. everyone in the world knows who michael jordan is right right like like so many people around the world know who magic johnson is knows who lebron james is right like there's these people who become like the face of the league and i think sometimes that conversation gets a bit silly because i think you can have more than one face
1: yes for a
0: league yes that's my take but I don't think that like this generic women branding works.
1: I, okay, I, don't I totally agree with that, but I, I just feel like from a specific, like, like I'm not sure that they had someone in mind when they like the artist. No, I'm they not,
0: didn't. They didn't have that.
1: that that's mind. sort of my take, but I totally agree. And we've But I about think it's before. a missed
0: opportunity that they didn't have anyone in mind.
1: That's fair. Uh, and, and I definitely think, you know, back to this article too, I think, I feel like, you know, Skylar Diggins-Smith, they're kind of talking about like, yeah, we don't know who the logo is. However, you know, she's really becoming the the face of the league in this way where, you know, she, it's endorsement after endorsement and she's making big money without traveling to Russia. Skylar
0: Diggins-Smith you're talking about.
1: Yeah. Like, you know, she's just very brand friendly. And I think, yeah, I totally agree. Like, I feel like, you know, we've talked about this before where the, I think the WNBA is in the stage where, you know, with prioritization and all this other things, they're, they're trying to be like, the league is what is the selling point.
0: Yeah. But, but I feel I, like
1: it's quite obvious that the players are the selling point.
0: Yes. But also like, okay, this is, this is a bit weird because this article that we've read that's very convoluted and is, is, a, is a piece about Skylar Diggins-Smith where they have a conversation about who is the face of the league and who the logo should be. So it's weird. Cause I think Skylar Diggins Smith's team paid for this article to be written about her and for this conversation Ooh. to be written with her in mind.
1: That's juicy. We're getting a conspiracy territory here, but
0: it's like, it's got PR shit written all over it. it's got publicity written all over it why would an article about who is the face of the wnba be written in any context at all and only mention one player mm-hmm. like it doesn't make any sense um i think
1: hey pass th- me that tinfoil hat i'll put it on <laughs> uh, honestly i really don't
0: think this is that deep of a conspiracy you're, i think people, you're you're
1: into you're you're into people something get, here,
0: I think. people get media to write articles about them all the time publicity is absolutely rooted in a lot of press like it's not this is highly favorable press for Skylar. um and she deserves favorable press not mm-hmm. saying that um but it starts with this conversation about who's the face of the WNBA. And then it goes on to talk about her career and her, uh, various endorsements. She has an endorsement, um, and a part ownership with an energy drink.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: she's also a part of rock nation and, and, they t- and they talk about her relationship with Puma. So it's like, okay, if, if the face of the league is based on celebrity, then yeah, I think Skylar Diggins Smith is one of the top celebrities in, in the WNBA currently. Nothing wrong with that. But the fact that they wove in this convoluted conversation about the, the WNBA logo only in relation to her. And no one else, there's such a brief moment where they talk about this Twitter poll and how people thought it might be Diana Taurasi and people thought it'd be Sue Bird and people thought it might be Cynthia Cooper or Cheryl Swoops. And it's mm-hmm. just like, I don't know. Like, I just think um, this was publicity that Skyler's team either paid for or simply asked for and they agreed to do it. It's poorly written, but it sparked an interesting conversation with us about branding in the league in general.
1: Well, and also I feel like, you know, sort of going back to where we're talking about, you know, this list, right. And, you know, the, like where the actual rankings are, I feel like this is similar territory where it's like, Hey, I clicked on the headline and I, you know, right. It worked in a way. So I feel like it's sort of that as an entryway into this conversation, like it kind of did its part, like in, in a sense where whoever, you know, the first paragraph being about the logo and that really not being what the conversation is about it, it it, it's, I think a bit annoying, but it's sort of functioned like, it kind of, it kind of did its thing. Like we're, we're talking about who is the face of the league and also branding, but yeah, I think there's some frustration about, yeah, I don't know, just kind of empty calories.
0: People paid for this article. It's like, it's fine. But there's nothing wrong with that. It happens all the time. It's fine. Look, I years ago read this book called Skinny Bitch. And I thought Skinny Bitch was going to teach me how to become a skinny bitch. Okay. But the whole entire book is actually about being vegan. And the whole book is vegan propaganda and what happens to animals. And I'm like reading this, trying to learn how to be skinny. And then the next thing I knew, I became a vegetarian overnight. I was so traumatized by the book. And I ended up staying vegetarian for like three and a half years. And then I went back to eating meat and then I tried vegetarianism again for like another two years. And then I went back to eating meat because I'm a weak person. But my point is, it was a deeply misleading text. (laughs) Uh, It started out thinking I'm going to learn how to diet and be a skinny, the the skinny bitch I've always wanted to be. Mm And I became a fat vegetarian. So <laughs>
1: it's fine. <laughs> what a journey. Oh my what God. What a journey.
0: But it was a misleading thing. And that's what that article was. And it's fine. I don't love the way the WNBA markets itself because I don't either. love this generic. Yeah, this is the part where we agree. I don't love totally this agree. generic support women message. Although, of course, I support that message. But I think the marketing also needs to shift towards the players. I've said this in a previous episode where it's like, no, this is one of the greatest players on the planet, regardless of gender. And if you don't believe us, you need to tune in and see why. Yeah. And really I, just I double down on that is how I would like to see this messaging uh, evolve and move forward.
1: I agree. And it's very much like let the players sell the leak because mm-hmm. that's what, I mean, that's what I'm into. I think that's what the general public is into. We don't want a faceless logo. We want to talk about Liz. We want to talk about Skylar. We want to talk about Brittany, you know, Lisa, everybody fouls. So like, I, I think the the players are interesting and deserve ink and, you know, print and whatever. I'm talking mm-hmm. like. about a, a person who reads the old newspaper, but, you know, they... <laughs> <laughs> they, they they deserve attention and uh yeah let's, let's they deserve
0: car. to be written about in a newspaper and then that newspaper deserves to be recycled into a holder for fish and chips and then i deserve to eat that fish and chips and then yeah. discover who that player is after i read this article with the grease on it
1: yeah and and that <laughs> and that fish and chips does not have to be vegan okay
0: no, no, it's not vegan fish either. Good lord. That sounds terrible. Okay, let's move on to Freddie's fun question. Mm-hmm. Uh Freddie, take it away.
1: Well, yeah, just thinking about branding. Uh, I feel like we've done, you know, similar versions of this question. But uh, you know, there's 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 yeah, with 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 Skylar, there's there's Rock Nation and there's Puma, and there's a lot of different types of branding out there. I think especially in the like the TikTok, Insta, you know millennial gen Z world. There's a lot of ways to kind of sell yourself. Um, so I'm curious how, uh, how you Catherine would sell yourself, uh, as an entity in the league, if you happen to be in the league.
0: Yeah, this is so hard because I don't know how to market and brand myself. Anyways, yeah. As I am, like, I don't, I don't know. As much as I went on and on about what I'd like to see the WNBA do, I think it's, I think it's for me, it's easier to see how I think other people should do it rather than how I see myself
1: mm-hmm.
0: doing it. Because I think, yeah, I don't, I don't pay attention to my social media. Like, whenever somebody, like, like, you know how, like, this week, like, Elon Musk, like, bought Twitter, mm-hmm. and then. I'm still on Twitter. And then other people that are still on Twitter are like, hey, have you noticed that you've lost followers this week because of Elon Musk? And I'm just like, I don't know how many followers I have to notice if I've lost any.
1: Right. Like you're not that all over it.
0: Yeah. Actually, well- we, had, we had like a negative uh, YouTube comment on your NBA show, the Confederacy mm-hmm. of Dunks. And you pointed it out to me. I wouldn't have known. If you didn't point it out to me, I wouldn't have known that was there. I wouldn't have looked, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I'm just that kind of person. So I think with all that being said, if I were in the WNBA, how would I market myself? Hopefully I would have like a team behind me and I'm not going to have an elevated platform. Yeah. I'm not doing it all myself. I think I would still be the comedy queen that I am. And I would be the funny dry witted uh WNBA person I would have a a a web series like like Sergi Baca does a how hungry are you
1: but is a good answer though
0: yeah like I think but again like I have a whole team behind me to help me do it and manage it like I am really good at creating the content I feel like I like I or at least that's what I enjoy I actually enjoy creating the content but I don't Mm -hmm enjoy the social media part of that so i'm not gonna be like on tiktok doing like all these little videos and stuff as i probably should be even now like i don't even record my stand-up sets to post them Mm -hmm. online it's like There's just so much I could be doing that I don't do. But I think if I have this whole team behind me, they're randomly filming me when I have a fun quip and they can put it out there. Uh, I have my little web series. Maybe I interview people. Maybe we actually eat good food instead of weird food. I'm not sure. Uh, But I think like being this like uh, dry, witty, uh, nasally, funny person that I am, I would hope other people would help me uh, get that across.
1: Damn right, you're 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 brandable. Okay, hundred <laughs> percent. Like I'd start with like, hey, I saw Kia Nurse on the Hamilton steps. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean that 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 would be that would be the beginning.
0: I didn't see her. I just know the steps.
1: Fair enough. You don't need the backstory. Okay? And I
0: did the <laughs> steps once and could not do it.
1: <laughs> I had yeah, to you- take
0: four breaks.
1: Yeah. That, you know, there's like an organic, uh, natural part of your branding. Okay. Like honesty, you know, thank you.
0: Thank you. Um,
1: I, okay. Like, I think for me, um, maybe I just like, like her as a personality so much and I love talking basketball so much, but I would love, uh, I mean, I guess you have to be a great player. That's part of the caveat here um but for me Candace Parker uh that's that's branding I absolutely love. She has like a great relationship with her with her family. Um and you know is on like NBA TNT and you know will stand up to Shaq and mm-hmm. just sort of like it's it's a mixture of like feel good and like just a hardcore basketball head. So I I would love to be that that type of like player that that fans like even before they're 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 done you know in the league people are like oh they're gonna be like a like an announcer or like analysts like they're going to be involved because you know some players like oh this person's gonna be a coach right like a a Mm -hmm, Becky Hammond mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: I think you know sure maybe Candice could be a coach but it's like the fact that she's all or Kia right Kia's already doing this thing where she's like a play-by-play and like or not play-by-play but yeah like a kind of like the color broadcaster. commentator, broadcaster. Yeah. Like I, 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 to me, that's such a fun lane to occupy. So like, you
0: would want to be the broadcaster WNBA player.
1: Yeah, that's, that's, that's my brand.
0: But would you be a broadcast? Like what type? Okay. Let's get specific here. What kind of broadcasting would you want to do? Do you want to do the play by play?
1: I want to go. Okay. This is, this is a NBA shout out. Um, and he's a bit ridiculous. So people, this might, it might make you laugh, but I'd love to be like Mark Jackson. Um, stop it! Stop it! You right <laughs> sort of just like absolutely not, <laughs> like hand down, man down, always makes me just laugh.
0: Stop it! <laughs> I, know, I, hate this I so like, much. I hate this. I can't accept this.
1: I know. Well, I just I like the thing is like, this is that a like, weirdo.
0: you. It's like the difference between you and Mark Jackson is, that is a you lot are, of differences. Yeah. There's a lot of differences. But in this very <laughs> specific context, the difference between you and Mark Jackson is that you are self-aware, like you would yes, say it to point. be funny. Fair enough. Yeah. He doesn't know how ridiculous we think it is. And if he does know, he doesn't understand why.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I, I, I okay. Maybe Mama, there
0: goes that man. What? <laughs> First of all, I don't even know if Mark Jackson even likes basketball. You know what I mean? Like him and and Jeff Van Gundy, they talk about basketball like they're the two old Scrooges from the Muppets. Like that is literally how they talk about basketball. I don't even know if they like basketball anymore. And now they're talking about Mark Jackson coaching the Lakers. Have you heard this?
1: Uh, that I is have, a ru- that hilarious. is a
0: that is a real rumor, and I, I only like it for chaos purposes only. But back to you, Freddie. You, yeah. in my opinion, in my opinion, sure. Okay. If you were going to go down the broadcasting route, I think you would most excel as the Jalen in a Jalen and Jacoby scenario.
1: Oh, I love that that That's is great. who
0: that to me is who you are like early Jalen and Jacoby was all like you know it was before like every athlete was trying to get into broadcasting like I actually mm-hmm. think Jalen Rose is a real like trailblazer in this way
1: oh he's a trailblazer in everywhere in every way <laughs> even he is with, even, with five, the Raptors, like-
0: even with the Raptors no I'm kidding yeah. um but you're absolutely right he's always been a trailblazer um but it was like he would sit there, he'd hold a baseball bat for no reason. Mm-hmm. And Jacoby had this real energy of like, this is an unhinged celebrity that I need to reel in. Now they're like buddies. Mm-hmm. And Jalen does this full time, and he's like a professional and all of that. So it's evolved over the years. But early, early Grantland, Jalen and Jacoby, I'm telling you, there's this twinge of fear in Jacoby's eyes. And he just doesn't know, like if Jalen's even going to show up on time or not, he's got a bat. He's asking him all these crazy questions about his time in the NBA. He's telling stories about stealing Patrick Ewing's TV. So he couldn't review tape in the playoffs. He's telling stories about Sam Mitchell and Vince Carter getting into fights in the locker room. Mm -hmm. Like, he he's this like great storyteller that's letting us in in ways we hadn't been let in before. Um, he has these like great catchphrases and sayings that I think now maybe they use a little too much once it turned into a daily show. But that's just me personally. Mm-hmm. But to me, Freddie, this is who you are. You are the great storyteller. You tell stories with with lots of with lots of color and and People want to be excited to hear them. You're going to keep people on the edge of their seats and you're going to be a little unpredictable and it's going to be the best time.
1: Thank you. I'll, I'll, I'll take all those compliments and bottle it and chug it and add it to uh, a stew. (laughs) <laughs> a brianna stew yeah, a brianna stew. i was like i started down the same analogy i'm like oh my god it's falling apart again you Shit. need to
0: eat a stew today is what i, I think yeah i'm like, just hungry
1: for like a stew so. you need
0: a stew for some reason <laughs> um yeah that was a very long tangent about how i feel about the show Jalen
1: hey we're i'm here for the tangents
0: but i was really early in on that show and i don't um Once the Raptors won the championship, and then Jacoby said uh the Raptors weren't gonna make the playoffs the following year, I was out. I literally I was like, I'm out, and I haven't listened to their show since, which is wild. It's very like male of me. It's like, oh, you said one thing I don't like, but I was just like, This is like such an egregious basketball take, like I can't get behind this at all. Uh, And then I also felt the show slipping a bit once it became a daily show and Mm -hmm. they were using the same catchphrases and the same sound bites over and over and over again. I was like, okay, it's getting a little repetitive. Like you got to keep some old classics, but you got to evolve it. You know, Very I feel this way about RuPaul's drag race. It's like in the earlier seasons, they had all these great, uh, lines that, that the Queens would say organically that turned into, uh, these fun catchphrases but now they just regurgitate the same old ones over and over and over again like you go back to party city where you belong like that's season four you know what i mean and mm-hmm. now it's like they're not coming up with new ones excuse me hey i didn't even mute myself
1: hey sometimes you gotta sneeze mid-rant <laughs> that's, that's the honesty that's the honesty niker brand
0: that's true It's true
1: um yeah, no, I, I I agree, though. I feel like there's like a, you know, it's hard to continually reinvent yourself. And I feel like when you just get to that, get to that zone where you're like, always sort of like, let's like, let's play the hits. It gets to a point where it's like, OK, wait, what what do I what are the stakes here? What do I care? Yeah, about?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, I guess, where I'm at with that show. But again, I just admitted I haven't listened to it since 2019. So maybe they've evolved, and I just don't even know. Yeah. But I do love Jalen, either way.
1: Shout out Jalen. Shout out Candace. These these are my uh, my new my new like North Stars. Yeah, people. and so
0: and shout out. Sergi Baca, because that's kind of who i modeled myself after a bit um anyway uh freddie what a wild episode we went a little long today but yep. i think it's uh i love it we're about to start a new season uh, i'm gonna be watching it alongside nba playoffs so you know we'll be back uh in two weeks like we always do and uh until then uh where can people find you on the internet?
1: Um, yeah. Check me out on Twitter and Insta uh, on Twitter. I'm F-R-E-D-I-E-R-I-V-A-S. Same thing on Insta, but Noel in the middle, N-O-E-L. And uh, yeah, follow my podcast on Raptors Republic. It's Raptors slash NBA. We are uh, at Dunks Podcast on Twitter. Um, and you can catch us on the Cast uh, on Raptors Republic.
0: And uh, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram at it's me underscore Catherine spelled C-A-T-H-R-Y-N uh, in my NBA podcast, buckets and Tea NBA show also available on Raptors Republic. Thank you so much for tuning in really excited for this new season upon us. And Hey, if you know anybody who's looking to discover more about the WNBA, feel free to recommend this pod. We've been Mm -hmm. growing over the last year and we don't want to keep growing and keep having more people join us on this journey. So thanks so much for listening, uh, all year, if you have and all off season, if you have, and uh really looking forward to uh, the season ahead.
1: Yeah, thanks for the support everyone. Shout out the word of mouth and uh yeah, appreciate it.
0: Uh catch you next time.
1: All right, see you.
0: Bye.